Hello everyone, good evening. Trust we are good and I trust we had a great time in church today. Wow, I did have such a beautiful time. Fellowship with the brethren. Getting to hear God speak to me through God's servants again today. You know, having time to speak to a lot of people, getting to know what God said to me through brethren. You know, raising up our voice in prayers for our country, for the nation, for the people. Singing out the name of the Lord, all pumped up, joying, rejoicing in all that He is doing in us, with us, and through us. And I believe it's such a beautiful time to be alive. And I would like to welcome you to Zoe Empowered Living today on the 29th November 2020. We are on our series, Spiritual Growth. And the anchor scripture is 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 18, which is growing grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to Him be glory now and forever. Amen. So, can we pray? Our Father, we thank you. Jesus, we are grateful for all that you mean to us. Jesus, you mean the word to us. You actually mean the word to us. Everything that we know how to do is because Jesus, you have given us to be able to do. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for all that you represent to us. So, Father, we have today, tonight, that by the teaching of your word and by the supply of the Holy Spirit, you will cause your word to spring life into our hearts in the name of Jesus. That your word will be so simple that everybody will understand. Yet, God, it will be so profound that it will change our lives in Jesus' name. That everybody is strengthened, every man is edified, every man is comforted by the teaching of God's word and by the supply of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Amen. Signs and wonders follows. And Jesus, we pray, everybody says, Amen. So, like I said earlier, we are on a series. And today's topic is today's topic is the anatomy of growth. I will say it again. The anatomy of growth. And the text is 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 13. It says, For God is not the heart of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of saints. I will take it again. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. So for a little recap this evening, last week, remember, we said that you know, it is God's intention for us to grow. That growth is a two-way thing. It is, in, it is God coming to us, giving back to us, and as a result of that, we can grow. So that's major. And we also said that the entire totality of a man is the whole of a man. Is the spirit, is the soul, is the body. Now, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23 attests to that fact that the whole of a man is the spirit, the soul of a body, and the body. So I will encourage you to listen over and over again to these messages, even as you prepare for today's one. You can do what you just listen to the 10 minutes of last week. After this, it will help you and it will strengthen your faith. Okay, so going for today, let's start proper for today. So last week we started the teaching and remember I remember I said something very major. I was major on the fact that there are three tenses that God used majorly in the scriptures. There is the past tense, there is the present tense, and there is the tense that is futuristic. I mean the New Testament, and every time God related who we are or what we have become or what we have as a result of our birth and our relationship with Jesus, there is a past dimension. There's a present and there's a futuristic part of it. Okay. So I stopped last week at what part of man grows. I think I stopped around there. What part of man grows. And I was saying that, you know, that if God is true to his word, that actually is a part of man that is saved. 
then we all know that it is not the body because the body did not change at new birth neither is it the soul because the soul is made up of three things the mind the will and the emotion keep it somewhere i will come back to it the soul is made up of the mind the will and the emotion the greek word is the word suke so we also know that it is not the soul because you the fact that you are born naked doesn't necessarily change what you thought about it doesn't really change how you felt about some things it doesn't really change how you wished for some things but there is a process that god has made available for all that to be done and i will get in a minute so so the part that remains is the spirit and if god is true to his word that had anything happened to us like first Peter chapter 5 verse 7 says if any man is in christ he is a new creature so if god really is true that we are a new creature then the spirit of man is that part that got it well, okay so that's the very point i made last year no but today i'm here with another point and a beautiful point and i think this will drive it home majorly for everyone so there are three parts of a man spirit soul and body now i want us to go through the scriptures and see when god spoke about these particular parts in the new creature in the new creation and new testament how we refer to them so go with me first to first Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 first Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 the Bible says, whosoever is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Notice, when the Bible, when God started talking about the spirit, it did not say, will be one spirit with him. It did not say, is becoming one spirit with him. He said, whosoever is joined with the Lord is what? One spirit with him. So, when you got born again, the part of you that became all that God said in the present tense is the spirit of a man. So, when you read Romans Colossians chapter 3, verse 10, that says, you have put on the new man. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 that says that God has blessed you in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When you read 1 John chapter 4 verse 17 that says, As you are in heaven, so are you on earth. The part of a man that became one with Jesus is the spirit of a man. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17, Whosoever is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. So the part that came into all the fullness of what God has made available is that part called the spirit of a man. Okay, the soul. So, what are the tenses that God used when he was referring to the soul? Remember I said the soul of a man is made up of what? The spirit, the, okay, it's made up of the will, the emotions, and the thoughts. The will, the emotions of a man, and the thoughts as what, as what makes up his soul. And in the Greek word is the word suke. So, you read Romans chapter 12 verse 2 where the Bible says we should renew our mind. Now, the Bible says renewing your mind, meaning that re- the renewal of a mind is a present tense or is a continuous one. Come on, do you get me? Now, it's not a past. When you read the spirit, the Bible says, whosoever is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him, meaning that it has happened. You are one. But when you read Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, you renew your mind. You read 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, it says, grow in grace and in the knowledge. Meaning, there is a growth in knowledge. And remember, the mind of a man is part of the soul. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 says, If you have therefore risen with Christ, set your affections on the things above. Meaning that you set your affections on the things above. Remember I said the soul of a man is the will, the emotions, and the thoughts. So, the, the setting of the emotions, it's a continuous process. James chapter 4 verse 13, you see where the Bible was saying that when you want to go somewhere, don't say that by, by this time tomorrow I will be there. It says no, it says, it says if God wills. By this time, I will be there. Many God is saying to you that there is a way that you will to do something, but there is another way that you should do it. So God is saying that your will has not really come into fullness with what my will is. 
but it says it is in a, on the journey of getting there. So two things I've shown you that when the Bible spoke about the spirit of a man, he said it as in the way that it has already happened. But when he spoke about the soul of a man, that is the spirit, that is the will, the emotions, and the thoughts, he said it in a way that it is undergoing process. The third part of a man is the is the body. First Corinthians chapter fifteen and Romans chapter eight. First Corinthians chapter five tells us that the body will change at a future time. Now, it will take up incorruptible. That's at a later time in the future. So, what part of man is undergoing growth as we are now? Not the spirit. Because remember, the spirit is one with the Lord. Not the body. Because the body will change. First Corinthians chapter 15, you can read it, Romans chapter 8. It will change at the appearance of the Lord. But which part of a man is undergoing growth at this moment? The soul of a man. Now, majorly, I want to say this. You now, I've seen a lot of people cause a lot of issues around this thing. You know, I've, I've worked with a lot of people and I've had people say things like spiritual growth. And I've heard people say something like renew of the mind. And I've heard other people say stuff like the salvation of the soul. And so many times, because of the, some lack of knowledge around the, the area, there has been a lot of fights around that cycle. Around that cycle. So look between the word spiritual growth is not in the Bible. You will not find anywhere that says the word spiritual growth. Because the thing is this, it's not your spirit that is growing. It is your soul that is growing. But the person that brought about that terminology, I call it terminology, was referring to the growth that happens via the spirit of the Lord. That was what made him call it spiritual growth. He was not saying your spirit is growing. So one thing I would like to say majorly is that when someone says the salvation of the soul, what is he, what is he talking about? He's talking about this will, the emotions, and the thoughts of a man coming into alignment with that of God. When another person says spiritual growth, it is just terminologies. It's also referring to the fact that the soul of a man, that's the will, the thoughts and emotions, coming to alignment with what God has said. And when another person calls it the renewing of the mind, he's also saying the same thing because the soul is also the mind. So I think that will spare us a whole lot of issues we have in the body of Christ as surrounded that area. Pray the Lord we hear us in Jesus' name. I'm out of time already. So I will encourage you to send in any questions you have I will be taking them and I will be asking them personally after this thing, this series. Now, I will, I will encourage you to listen to this series over and over again as the Lord bless you. So, next week I will be speaking on why should I grow spiritually? Why should I grow spiritually? So, can we pray? Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the simplicity and the practicality of your word that have gone to us all in the name of Jesus. And Jesus, we ask that your people are strengthened in this word in the name of the Lord Jesus. And they prosper in this in the name of the Lord Jesus. The sick are healed in the name of Jesus. And lives are transformed in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you, our Father. When Jesus' name we prayed. Amen. Thanks for listening tonight. I'm Adekbo Jibalaji. God bless you. Drive a fruitful week and a wonderful night's rest.